Hey, welcome back, everybody. Uh, Sarkin speaks. Jared and Bob here, and uh, Bob's got a Bob's got an opening thought for us. Yep. So if you're listening, you can probably hear it in my voice. If you're watching, you can probably see it in my face. A little bit of a bourbon allergy. I feel fine. I look worse. I sound worse than I feel. <clears throat> but I drank a bunch of bourbon last night. Reason being. So Michaela and I were about to head out, go do something. I don't remember. And she asked, she was like, hey, could you do me a favor? Could you just turn the outside water on? Because of where our unit is, like our, um, in our unit, where you would turn, like if you needed to like shut the water off to our unit, we can do that. Mm-hmm. But there's also a, a, a hose spigot on the front and the back of our unit. Right. Which is like community, whatever. So in the winter... You know, we oh. shut we shut it off. They, you know, they drain it, and in the spring we turn it on. All it is, all we have to do is just spin the knob. Yeah, but you guys got the lucky draw where you have the communal water spigot, right? In your in your unit, <laughs> right? So I do the front. I hear the water go. Water stops. I'm like, okay, so it got to the point. Like, good. Turn the back one on, and it's going. I'm like. This doesn't sound right, and it's not stopping. So I'm like, all right, let me shut it off. Let me let let me see if somebody when they drained it, let me see if they just left it open, right? Because oh, right. yeah, if outside. I turn it on, it's just gonna be flowing out. Yeah, yeah. And it like kind of looks like that, but kind of doesn't. So I go back in, turn it back on, because I hit the I made sure that the valve was shut outside, and it's still not like catching. So I like run upstairs, run outside, the water's going, and I see it like from under the stairs of our back, and I'm like, oh, fuck, that's not good. Yeah. And at that point, Leo runs outside. <laughs> so he's doing his thing. So we get him back inside. I'm trying to run back down to shut the water off because I already know what's happening. Yeah, yeah, there's a leak somewhere. I already, again, I already know. So yeah. I'm trying to shut the fucking water off, and then, so I go back outside, stairs are soaked. And I'm like, I already know it. So I unlock our like storage thing that's connected to the patio. Yeah. Just water coming from the fucking ceiling. So the theory is when they were supposed to drain the spigot, I don't think they did. Or the lines are so old that it just fucking corroded. Yeah. Or they didn't, someone didn't do something right because in our unit, all we can do is shut it off. And then the property manager is supposed to come around and make sure that this shit doesn't happen. Right. So I don't know how much water's in there, but it's enough. So I start getting like our stuff out. Right. Right. Cause you don't want it to be soaked. <laughs> yeah. Well, never yeah. mind. It's like, you know, some of this stuff, like I don't need the chainsaw anymore, but it's like, I don't want it to just be broke because I fucking left it sitting in water. And right. like, especially cause it's at a battery operated chainsaw. Exactly. Too, so. so, um, so, you know, getting stuff out, the water's still fucking coming down. Like, you know, you turn it on for two minutes and it's like, how how does water flow this way (laughs) so we get everything out we walk everything over to the garage so everything's like fine i think i haven't tried any of the stuff i don't know if any of it's damaged whatever good thing you guys have a garage now 
<laughs> yeah. I don't know where this shit would have go. <laughs> I have no fucking idea. Although I think one of the women's garages don't shut, so fine. Uh, or I think it's unlocked always or whatever. I would have just went to somebody else and be like, can you at least let me in? But yeah. Yeah. And then I would have just taken ours off the track and then it wouldn't have been locked, but whatever. Um, so we get everything out. We dry off the stuff. We put the shit in the garage. So it's like, all right, we got to go get a sh- uh, shop vac. So, you know, we'll just suck up whatever water's left and whatever. It's out of our hands at this point because the property manager theoretically would have to fix this because it's a communal line. It's not us. Right. But the, the, these, the, dude, this thing's a fucking disaster. Like the lines are like the, the, the pipes are fucking shot. They're old. They're fucking, it's all fucked up. Like realistically, what actually has to happen is you need to replace these pipes. And we're going to like, so, and again, this is like something for the HOA where, um, you know, if I need to, if I need to get a bird lawyer involved, I will. I don't fucking care. <laughs> I think I think what we would just have to do is put a claim in through the HOA's insurance, I think, because it's not our thing that broke. Right. But it's like we're going to have to replace the line, the insulation, and maybe the floor. I don't know if the floor is going to fucking rot out because it's just wood. Um, yeah. yeah. So I don't know. Whatever. So – Hop in the car, go to Lowe's, get a shop vac. So we're in the shop vac aisle. There's Craftsman, there's shop vac, and there's DeWalt. I think you know which one I'm not buying right up right away. I'm not buying a DeWalt. Too, exp- <laughs> too expensive. Yeah, yeah. So a guy that appear uh, seemingly works for Lowe's walks by the aisle, and he's like, "So you know how like Lowe's has." the vertical aisles and then the horizontal aisle that divides like the front and the back. Yeah. So we're in a vertical, uh, yeah, we're in like a vertical aisle. He's in like the horizontal aisle, like the big one. Yeah. And he goes, and he just like yells over. He goes, oh, you guys buying a shop vac? We're like, yeah, we need something. He goes, don't buy shop vac. He goes, it's the worst brand ever. He goes, their <laughs> stuff's trash. <laughs> he goes, Craftsman, he goes, buy Craftsman or DeWalt. He goes, but truthfully, he goes, DeWalt is top of the line that's expensive. He goes, truthfully, if you have the time, he goes, go to go to Home Depot and buy a rigid. He goes, these are all, he goes, these all suck. You got to love the honesty there. He goes, that might make me the worst fucking Lowe's employee ever, but it's the truth. (laughs) (laughs) So someone like now one of his coworkers. um, Is saying, he's like, what the hell are you doing? He goes, he goes. Well, do you want me to be, he goes, do you want me to lie to them? Or he goes, do you want me to tell the truth? He's like, well, you don't need to like whatever he goes. And the the other one goes, you are like the worst salesman ever. He goes, it's all I have. <laughs> like, <laughs> so in the midst of all this, so we grab, we grab one of the craftsmen's whatever, go buy it. And we we I, we probably take two. I'm carrying it out. We take two steps out the door, and I look at her and I go, "This one's battery operated, and we don't have a battery." Oh fuck! So it was almost like the uh, Abe uh, Abe Simpson walking into the brothel. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I walk out. I go, "This is supposed to be battery operated." 
And I know how much batteries cost. So Michaela's like, oh, do you want to go exchange it? I'm like, well, I'm not buying a battery. I'm like, whatever. So I go from the exit <laughs> right back to the entrance, right back into returns. Yep. And I just put it right on top. She goes, anything wrong with it? I go, no, I actually bought this two minutes ago, but I didn't realize that it was battery operated because I'm an idiot. <laughs> She's like, okay. So I like walk out and then we go back to the aisle. Nothing there, any whatever. Get a craftsman, four gallon, whatever. Plug yeah. it, plug it in, fine. So um, you know, I didn't really intend on getting fucking hammered yesterday, but yeah. again, a little bit of a bourbon allergy, not a full on flu. Yeah, yeah. Um yeah, so needless to say, whatever plans you had were nixed, I would imagine. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't anything crazy. Like, truthfully, like, we weren't going out or anything like that. But, yeah, I mean, that was – we were probably <laughs> leaving right around 5, and I didn't come back in to start cooking dinner until 7.45, so that was almost three hours of, you know, useless. Yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty fucking – frustrating <laughs> yeah and i already know what happened is whoever was supposed to let that line go didn't do it yeah because obviously right you guys of all the fucking units right there's one we two, have two three, four, we have two shutoffs five what is there six units in your little string uh so there's four townhouses before the main building okay so obviously though yours is the one that has the communal line Yep. The old pipes that just fucking shit the bed yep. one way or the other. Like it just, you know, whether it's because they didn't get drained or they got corroded either way, it doesn't matter. They broke. Right. Well, because so, two, two springs ago, I noticed from under the stairs, that line, it's the same line actually. Well, the same, yeah, the same pipe, that one had a hole in it <laughs> from under the stairs because I don't think they drained or whatever. I think, and it happened probably like right when Michaela moved in. So I don't think they like even told her or asked her or did anything. I don't, I don't know what the fuck happened. Yeah. So they came and they replaced the line from, or not replaced, repaired the line from under the stairs so they're gonna have to replace this thing like they like or i'm sorry it's gonna need to be replaced they're gonna come in and just patch it right because yeah. that's how things work so i think if we just do an insurance claim and handle it ourselves it'll be fine yeah it should be right i mean until it's not <laughs> well i mean it's one of these things like since well okay so so here here's the lesson learned don't rely on the property manager for a fucking goddamn thing because they can't even fucking turn a spigot on. Right, right. No, they did it out front. They must have either forgot or just didn't care enough to do it out back. But the one out back directly goes like exposed right through our storage spot. So, right, right. <clears throat> yep. Lesson learned on that one. Yeah. Fuck it. <laughs> so that was a good three. That was a good three-hour run yet last night. <laughs> it's always something, right? Ugh. 
because uh, I had seen your obviously your Snapchat where you sent the yep. bottle of bourbon and you were yep. like, I'm probably going to finish this tonight. And I was like, oh, OK, <laughs> Some, yep. something's going on. <laughs> yep, that 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 was it. That was the inspiration. Yeah, it's fantastic. Fucking cons. <laughs> Speaking of um, of allergies, though, in bourbon. Um, so I had an, un- an unfortunate run in with, uh, just a glass of bourbon. Like, I don't know, maybe like a month ago at this point. Um, because I, I mean, I don't really drink that much anyway anymore. And also like, you know, Amy can't drink. So it's like, all right, well, uh, what am I going to do? Just kind of sit there by myself, which I mean, I've done before, but whatever. So, but may, like going back, like maybe a month ago, I had a, a glass of bourbon on like, I don't know, I think it was like a Friday night and I woke up on Saturday morning and it felt like I got hit by a fucking bus. And I was like, holy shit, like, this is awful. Like, I feel like, like I didn't sleep. Like my heart was racing all night. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with me? Like, am I like, am I allergic to bourbon now or something? Or like, just because I've always, well, not always, but I would say for the last like four ish years, um, I haven't really been able to drink beer. Uh, cause like I would drink, I would have like, I mean, you know, this obviously, but for anyone that's following the show, like I would have like, you know, two or three beers and I would get like headaches and I would feel like hungover after like three hours and wake up the next morning and feel like I, drank an 18 pack when I really only had like four beers. Like, so I just, so a few years ago, I just gave up on drinking beer. Um, oddly enough, the only beer I've ever been able to drink since then was Guinness. Um, that doesn't give me that feeling. And now I had, I just assumed it had something to do with like, it's nitrogenated versus carbonated. And I was like, but that doesn't make sense. Cause I drink carbonated, like sparkling water. And I'm like, I don't fucking know. I don't understand. It is what it is. So I can drink Guinness and like dark beers just fine. Whatever. I don't, I didn't know why. So then I just kind of, like I said, I kind of slowed down with the drinking just because it made me feel really fucking terrible. Um, but I've never really had any problems with hard liquor until, like I said, a month ago when I woke up that Saturday morning, I think I slept, I I felt like I slept for like three hours, you know, like tossing and turning, hearts racing, all this shit. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with me? And so <clears throat> I go down a rabbit hole um, and I, I start looking into all this shit because in the meantime, also, I mean, again, you know, all this, but I have an allergy to soy, right? So when I eat um, anything that's soy based, I get like phlegmy in my throat. Like it's not anaphylaxis, right? Like I don't, I don't start having like breathing issues and like, I need a fucking EpiPen, but anytime I eat or drink anything that's soy based, I get like, like I said, my throat gets phlegmy, scratchy, kind of like the, you know, like, like if you ever seen the movie Hitch, minus the swelling of the face, right? It's the the throat shit, and then uh, which also extends its way to avocados. Um, so you know, whatever soy, avocados, things like that, can't can't eat it. So I just stopped eating it for the last yeah, so couple what's of years. The issue with sushi again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> soy, soy, and avocados. Yeah, I know, right? We used to go, we used to go crush all you can eat sushi, and every single time I would come back feeling like absolute dog shit, like well, my fucking we, heart we was did, racing. But... Well, yeah, 
but it's because of the soy sauce <laughs> and the avocado. I would dip the every fucking piece of sushi in soy sauce, which now since then I've eaten sushi and not used soy sauce and totally fine. So go figure, right? Um, so again, so at this this few weeks ago, one one single glass of bourbon completely fucking knocked my socks off, whatever. So it causes me to go down a rabbit hole. And I start researching and reading and you know do reading all these fucking webmds or like um science articles and bullshit like that about the connections between um soy and avocados and alcohol and all this and it's all i think it has to do with um because they all uh, stimulate estrogen and prolactin so i'm sitting here thinking like oh it's a hormonal thing like my hormones are all fucked up like i gotta do i you know i gotta get to a doctor get blood work done all this shit which i want to do anyway but that's beside the reason um and i go and i find i find this one article that talks about um histamine and i'm thinking okay like that's allergies right like histamine is what gets released in your body when you're allergic to something it causes inflammation is it a histamine's a hormone right um truthfully i don't know yeah, i don't i think it might be a protein like an amino acid whatever maybe, or something i don't know I, yeah truthfully it doesn't really matter but um no actually you know what it is a protein because i'll explain why i know that in a second um so i find this thing where it starts talking about histamine. So then I, I pivot my rabbit hole and I start researching <clears throat> all of this, like it's what's called histamine, <laughs> histamine intolerance syndrome or something like that. So I'm like, oh, this is really interesting. And I find a list of high histamine foods. And wouldn't you know, number one on the list is alcohol. And on this list, it's like starred. And I found like three or four different lists of these just to check them all against each other, just to see what they said. Number one on every single list was alcohol. And it was like, alcohol is a, the, the highest histamine inducing substance you can put into your body, whatever, all this stuff. So on a couple of these lists, I see things like edamame, avocado, bananas, strawberries, like all these things. And I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Um, the other one is um, deli meats. So I'm like, oh, that's really weird. Um, because sometimes like I'll get like an Italian sub and afterwards I'll just like feel a little off. And I always thought it was like the pesticides on the lettuce and the tomatoes. So then like for a while I would just get an Italian with no lettuce and tomato. Um and it didn't, it, I mean, it felt a little bit better, but here I am all this time thinking that like, oh yeah, I'm sensitive to whatever they treat these vegetables with or all this shit. Turns out now, again, I was wrong for years, so I could still be wrong. Um, but turns out all this time, I thought it was something else. And apparently I, according to my research, I have histamine intolerance syndrome. Um, so to test this theory, uh, again on myself, cause why not? Um, I bought this stuff that I found. So again, I, I, I then Googled and researched like treatments and all kinds of other shit. And I found that they make this stuff called T 
histamine neutralizing enzyme. So the reason why I now know that histamine is an amino acid or a protein is that enzymes are used to break down proteins. So there you go. There's your, you know, put two and two together here. So I found this stuff. One endocrinology class. Yeah. (laughs) So I found this stuff called histamine neutralizing enzyme. Um, It's DAO and it's used by people with histamine intolerance syndrome and they, you know, it says to take one pill before you consume something that might be a high histamine, whatever. So I think it was last weekend, maybe it was either last weekend or the weekend before I tested it out. I had a glass of bourbon. I ate one of these and the next morning I woke up and I was like, totally fine. Right. Like no rate, like my heart wasn't racing my whoop. So the other thing too, cause again, you know, all this stuff, but the people from the show don't know this. It's a running joke. Whenever we have like a weekend of drinking or a night of drinking, like, oh, let's look at, at, uh, Mello's whoop and like, see what his, his vital stats are because they're fucking disgusting. Yeah. You should be like, dead. Most of the time. Yeah. Like my HRV is like 12 or like, sometimes it's like nine. Right. Like your HRV. Yeah. Oh yeah. We've gotten single digits. Oh yeah. Yeah. My recovery has been literally like 2% before. Like, so the whoop does all these things and you know, my resting heart rate sometimes it was like 92. Like it's a resting heart rate in like the eighties, 80 beats per minute. Like that's fucking terrible. Right. And come to find out, like I said, I think again, I don't know for sure. I think it has to do with the histamine intolerance syndrome. So like I said, I, I just, I tried it out last week or two weeks ago, whenever that was, I took my, my, my histamine enzyme. I drank some bourbon, went to bed and my recovery vitals were relatively normal, right? Like my HRV might've been like 29 when it's normally like in the thirties or, you know, it's usually, I think it's yeah, between it like, has, it, it's got to come down a, at least a little bit. Right. Right. So I think a, a normal HRV range for me is like 35 to 45. Which is fucking um, still terrible. Which is still terrible. Yeah, I know. Um, but <laughs> tell, tell me you have fucking anxiety without telling me you have anxiety, huh? Um, so my resting heart rate usually is in the mid to low 50s, uh, probably between like 52 and 58. I'd say, I would say it was a normal resting heart rate for me. Um, and I think my resting heart rate that night was like 60, right? So my HRV was only slightly lower. My resting heart rate was close to normal and my recovery was in the yellow. So, uh, which it happens, you know, if you, anyone is familiar with whoop, you're probably more likely to get a recovery in the yellow and than in the green, like at least in my experience, getting a green recovery is a lot harder than most people would think because you have to hit certain fucking measures and all this shit and whatever. But um yeah, and I was like, wow, that's super interesting. So again, I kind of experimented on myself, but I think um I think this stuff would do the trick. Now I'm not sitting here saying that like, you know, if we go on like a a a bachelor party or a guy's weekend, all I have to do is drink one of these and I'll be totally fine. I'm not fucking stupid. Right. Um, but I think it would help, right. It would, it would help a little bit. And clearly, um, 
like I said, I, I slept okay. Like I slept fine. Right. Um, no, no racing heartbeats. Um, so yeah. I wonder if that's in some of those, like those anti-alcohol things that I fucking tell you were useless. Oh yeah. 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 Um, I don't know. I don't think so because I, th- well, maybe there might, be, I mean, I can't say that for sure. There might be some of them that do. Um, but I think like the anti-alcohol thing, I think most of that is like vitamins and like people like charcoal, you know, like they have charcoal in them and shit like that. I think the focus is more on the alcohol versus like the actual histamine. So, like I said, apparently like either my body isn't able to produce enough histamine enzyme, like this DAO stuff, or my, I just produce too much histamine in general. Um, so like my endogenous DAO isn't enough. Like I don't, whatever it is, something's going on because, um, when I take this stuff, I actually feel relatively fine. Now I haven't tried it yet with like, you know, in order of guac, right. And like eat one of these and did you, you know, happen or- to have it before, before, after you came over last Saturday for master Saturday? Yeah, I took it. I took, that's what it was. I took it last Saturday. Okay. Cause I also, those burnt ends had a fair amount of soy sauce in them. Okay. So not only did you drink, yeah, you had a bunch of soy. I, I was trying to kill you. I guess. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, cause those, those burnt ends I made, it's like, I mean, I probably doubled the recipe, but I think it's a quarter. I think it's a quarter cup of soy sauce and half a cup of hoisin sauce, which hoisin has to have some soy in it. I will not believe that it doesn't. Yeah, it has to. Um, yeah, then after that, it's like sugar, honey, whatever. So, yeah, no, I did. I took one like literally right as I walked through the door. I think with my first drink, I cracked the first drink and took my my histamine and then went. So I had. Yes, you had a four. I had four Long Island or whatever they're called. Fisher Islands. Yeah. And uh, a bunch of soy, a bunch of a bunch of soy burnt ends. And I woke up feeling mostly fine. Right. Like I wasn't like. I didn't feel sick. I didn't feel bad. You know what I mean? Like I could, yeah. Cause we recorded the next morning. Didn't we? Yeah. Cause it was master Sunday. We recorded yeah, that we morning. That's when I told my story. My final thought was the target run that night. So yeah, I was fine. Yep. So I think I may have solved my situation. Allergic response. Yeah. Yeah. Cause because let's not beat around the bush here. There's still going to be a quantity issue at some point where there's oh, nothing. Oh, for sure. So my <laughs> stance is you can take the fucking whole bottle of that shit if you want. <laughs> and if the quantity's high enough, you ain't doing shit. Yeah, yeah. But the allergic response will be fine. Yeah, yeah. At least like, you know, like I said, I won't have a resting heart rate in the 80s and my HRV won't be single digits, right? Like it's, I don't have to worry about fucking dying. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll, they're not a sponsor of the show. I don't even think I would be able to get them to be, but it's one of those things where like, it's super fucking random. Like who the fuck? I I certainly never heard of histamine intolerance syndrome. Um, Well, I also, I also want to uh, poke some fun just at that phrase because everything now has to be a syndrome. Yeah. So instead of saying like, Hey man, like your body's not great. 
at producing or reduce it, or I guess it would be reducing histamine or producing the enzyme that reduces histamine. Yeah, it's it's one of the two, or maybe a combination. They of just both. have to cre- they create a syndrome for it, which I guess makes things a little bit neater. But then it makes it seem like, oh well, I have, uh, I have like you like people could have like seventeen syndromes, and it's like yeah well, I guess I'll just die, I guess. And it's like, no, they're not really like syndromes. They're just like details about you. Yeah, all it is is just allergies. Like yeah. you basically, like I'm basically allergic to most things, <laughs> right? Like I think I think go. that's what it comes down to. It's like, but it's like an internal allergy, right? Because it's not, it's not like I get like- It's an allergic response, I think is more accurate. Yes, yes. So it's in- I think when people hear the word allergy, they immediately think like runny nose, watery eyes, sneezing, coughing, things like that. But it's more of an inflammation. Or, yeah, I would say, or it's, you know, throat closing, like people who are allergic right. to Anaphylaxis, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's more of like a systemic inflammation issue, right? It's like, I just have so much histamine flowing through my body that I get like, because that's the other thing too, I get swollen too, um, which I mean, that happens to everyone when they drink alcohol. I think that's an alcohol thing. But like when I, you know, consume whatever it is, whether it be soy, avocados, whatever, Italian subs, right? Which that was like a really interesting one when I found out that it's deli meats. It has something to do with, I think that the nitrates produce histamine in the body. Probably. So basically my body's retarded and doesn't produce, produce, doesn't say like, it doesn't process histamine well. You eat corned beef, you swell up anyway. Yeah, <laughs> that's every like. I mean, that's every anyone though. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's a sodium thing. <laughs> well, it's also got it's also got that shit in it. Nitrates, nitrites. Yeah, yeah. I don't know which one is which. I think it's got both. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's got all of them. Although I did see one this year that didn't have it in it, and then I was like sitting there, and I'm like, I don't want to buy this because yeah. I, I I actually don't mind corned beef like. Once a year, I didn't mind throwing it in the crock pot, shredding it up and like eating it like that. Yeah. I mean, it's basically, it's pastrami, right? Like it's just different seasoned. It's a different process than pastrami. It's all brisket. It's all, yeah, it's all brisket. It's just like processed differently. Yeah. I think, I think the main thing I think is pepper. I think pastrami has pepper in the curing or a higher, um, ratio or whatever but effectively they're all the same thing i think yeah. i think we did this one time i, I forget I, it's it's close enough where it's, it, they're all brisket and they're effectively the same thing just a different process right but yeah i think like the nitrites nitrates and the sodium is like a whole fucking thing <laughs> which you know i got an, i got another pet peeve about corned beef i know it's i know saint patrick's day was a month ago you ever hear the people that are like, oh, well, you know, it's like too salty and the nitrates, whatever. So it's like you got to put it in a, a pot of water. Do you know, like these people buy a corned beef, put it in a pot of water for 10 hours and like change the water over and over. And I'm like, you do realize that you could just buy a brisket, right? Yeah. Uh, like, why? Why would you go through that process for corned beef? Oh, it's too salty. Then buy a brisket and fucking salt it yourself. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you people? Why the fuck would you buy a food that you need to put in a pot of plain water 
for 10 and hours change it, and change, change it every the water like two every hours. two or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. Why would you put yourself through that? Well, fucking A. Because people are fucking dumb. Fucking I bet you most people have no idea that they're all the same cut. Yeah, I don't know. Like, it, or like, it's like I would be willing to bet that at least 51% of people, right, more often than not, that if you lined up like a smoked barbecue brisket, corned beef, and pastrami, and said, what are these? Are they different? Are they the same? I guarantee you, like I said, at least 51% of people would be like, no, they're all different. Or they just don't know, which is, yeah. I mean, you, it's fine if you don't know. Which is, yeah, which is fine too. But like, <clears throat> it's literally the same fucking piece yeah. of meat. That's it's the just, thing is like. It's treated three different ways. It's it's basically, it's prepared. It's prepared yes. three different ways. Yeah. It's like you can cook a grill, you can cook a steak a on the grill, in a skillet, on the smoker, on a flat top, like all the different ways you can prepare it. It's the same thing. It's just preparing brisket different ways. And here's your solution. Because if you're sitting there being like, well, they're calling me a dumbass without actually offering any help. Here, <laughs> here, here's what you do. Buy a brisket, put it like salt it fairly well, mm -hmm. wrap it, and then just leave it in the fridge. That's how you, and it's it won't be, it, it won't be the same. I think technically, yeah, but it's more like cured in a way. What's the difference but, between a cure and a brine? Like is so cure dry? Wet. Brine is wet. And a cure is just dry, basically dry aged, but not like, because that's Kinda. a weird way to say dry. It's not dry aged, but like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Cure. I think curing requires a specific. I think it requires specific things because curing is also a way of like preserving. Yeah. Like I right? think it requires like it has to be stored at a certain temperature. It needs to be like. What curing or dry aging? Oh, I might be, I might be confusing the two. Dry. So dry aging um, is different than curing because dry aging, all, literally all that is, is you take the whole, like, so let's use a ribeye because that's the most um, yeah. example. Oh, that's the. Uh, best example, I think. You take the roast, and you need to have like the ability to do this. Whole roast, uncovered. Um, usually, you need a wire rack because stuff needs to come out of it. Yeah, and then you just keep it cold. So if and it's got to are... be in a dry environment, right? Not like dehumidified, basically. I think ideally. Yeah, I think humidity is bad. And well, yeah, probably because moisture is bad. Yeah. Um, because the the point is to pull the moisture. Right. So I think like restaurants, like if they do this, they have like a walk-in room where they dry age all their roasts. Mm -hmm. And then when the roast, so like say you give it whatever days, 90, 60, I don't yeah. know how many, I forget how many days. There is a point where it's too little and there's a point where it's too much. So what happens is all the moisture starts to get pulled out. So you get a stronger flavor. And on the outside. Yeah, it gets you, bacteria. Yeah, you get bacteria, mold, all that. And it looks that's like why you, black and gray and you cut that shit off. You cut it off. Yeah. And then what's revealed is normal steak, whatever. So actually all that bacteria, yes, it ruins the outside, but then it protects the inside. Right. And that's why you do it with a whole roast because you are going to lose not only water weight of the roast, 
you're also going to literally cut off a decent yeah. amount of it yeah. to, to expose a steak. Yeah. Um, curing, I don't know the exact ins, outs, and science, but I do believe it requires certain elements that make it specifically a cure. And I don't know what that is exactly. Um, Because then obviously a brine is a brine. Brine's like wet. You, sub, you submerge it in a liquid of some sort, whatever you want it to be. A dry rub that's stored, I believe, is considered a dry brine. Um, I think that's it. I think that's all the different preparations. Yeah. So I, I'm not – I think a corned beef because I'm trying to think. I think a corned beef – is given a bunch of, I don't want to say spices because some of it's like curing agents. Like all of that I think is just like put on and then usually gets vac sealed. So I don't think it's tech. I don't think it's technically a brine, right. but it gives off a briny presence because it's pulling the moisture out still in the package. So I think oddly enough, pastrami is brined. Because I've seen some videos on Instagram of some some people like making or you know smoking a pastrami, and they they stick it in a bucket and brine it for however long they do. Unless they're just being oversimplified, right? Like they say it's a pastrami, but like by technical terms, it might not be a pastrami, right? Like, but I don't know. Brining, drying, seasoning, smoking, steaming. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. I feel like okay. this would be a good a good uh question for Nick. Shout out to Nick. Yeah, so it looks like it gets brined first. They dry it out, then it gets prepared. Okay. Which actually I got to share this because this is just hilarious without getting like too much details and without, um, you know, giving any specifics and names and keeping anonymity where possible. Um, so we were at Easter, uh, whatever that was last year, that was last week. Um, and Nick put together this like really cool charcuterie board, right? Like it's just, it, it came out really well. Like he, he did like the whole, like, um, meat flowers, right? Like you wrap the, the, the deli meat around a wine glass and you do the whole thing. Like it looked really, really awesome. Like it was perfect, very well done professional. Um, kudos to Nick for putting that together. Well, someone, someone at the party goes, who did, who did this? And they were like, Oh, that guy, like, and they point to Nick and this person turns to Nick and goes, what are the ingredients? What are the ingredients for that charcuterie board? <laughs> I heard this and I go, are you fucking serious? And I think obviously Nick's response was kind of the same because he he replied and goes, meat and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> and I just started dying laughing. Like, who the fuck? Like, what the fuck kind of question is that? And so I'm confused as to what they mean like are you asking what meats and cheeses specifically are there like i don't, I don't like what is that what what do you, what do you and mean? if that's what your do you question mean? why not say that 
Why yeah. not be like, oh, what kind of meat? Is- That's why, like, it's weird. Like, like, what do you mean the ingredients? Like, do you want me to get into, like, salt and, again, nitrates, nitrates? Like, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I thought it was hilarious because I started dying laughing. And I think Nick thought it was hilarious, too, obviously, by his response. Is that all it Just- was, too? Like, did he do, like, in... Don't get me wrong. This isn't an actual criticism. Did he do any like olives or? I think there were like maybe there were grapes there too. Great, yeah, I, like olives, grapes are usually one. Like the like tiny pickles. I forget what those are called. Yeah, I don't think. I don't know. Like I don't really eat pickles. They might have been there. You know, it's one of those things. Like I wouldn't have paid any attention to yeah. it. Um, and then depending on the cheeses, sometimes there's like a jelly or something. Did he, or was it just meat and cheese? Like meat, cheese, maybe some grapes. There was grapes. There was crackers. Yeah. Um. There might have yeah, been what some is, what other things. Wheat, flour. Yeah. You're really, <laughs> what are the soda. ingredients for that? Like, I don't know, baking yeast. Um. <laughs> Leavening agents. Yeah. <laughs> like the fuck kind of question is that? What are yeah, the? That's, a, that's an odd way to. That's an odd way to ask. Like what? Because I assume he, this person, I don't know if it was male or female. Sounds like a guy question, but. Definitely. It wasn't. It wasn't. <laughs> um, yeah, that's an odd way to ask, like, hey, what's on here? Yeah. And even then, it's like, how different could it be? Like, I so I, I did not see the, the charcuterie board. Did not see it at all. I'm guessing that for meats involved, it was any pool of... Salami, pepperoni, um, maybe some type of prosciutto or comparable ham from a different country. Um, maybe some soppressata. I doubt capicola. That doesn't really work for a charcuterie board. I think there was um, capicola. Might have been sweet. No, it wasn't hot. It wasn't hot capicola. No, sorry. Uh, I'm thinking of something different. Capicola does work. Um, what the fuck am I thinking of? What to Dell? <laughs> Adult bologna? Yeah. Did he do? He didn't put that, did he? No, 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 no. Okay. Because no, no. that doesn't. Well, that's the other thing. That doesn't fit a charcuterie board either. Because in a sandwich, you can kind of hide it. Yeah. It sucks by itself. Yeah. Especially given, um, everything else that I've described as options. Yeah. Like that's the thing. Is like, what are you asking? Like. Yeah, what are the ingredients? I don't know. Pig, um, <laughs> cow. Yeah, mostly pork. A lot of pork. Yeah, yeah it's mostly all sort of various parts of. Pig. I'm pretty sure everything I named was pork. So yeah. <laughs> Do they make beef? Um, like Italian meat. I mean, obviously pastrami. Yeah, but outside of pastrami, is there a beef-based deli meat? I doubt it. Yeah, I mean, pastrami might roast, be the only roast, one. Roast beef. Well, yeah, I mean, that's... Yeah, like roast beef, corned beef, pastrami. Everything else is pork. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I figured you'd get a kick out of that. And it just, it, it that, sparked that, that, in my that's mind. That's my only thing is like, what kind, what, what the, f- like... 
could you ask a shittier question? <laughs> that would piss me off so bad too. I think it. I think it pissed him off too because I would be answering like I would be answering it like such an asshole because, <laughs> like, seriously, like, what is that supposed to mean? Again, if you want to ask me, like, oh, what what meats did you use? Oh, I used uh, like a hard salami, a soft salami, like that's actually serrano ham. Like I didn't use prosciutto, like whatever. Yeah. Pinchette. <laughs> that's a pinchette. Yeah. Or say like, what kind of cheeses are those? You know yeah. what I mean? Like not what are the ingredients? Well, uh, cow's milk. <laughs> <laughs> a lot Some, of salt. Uh, There's a lot of salt here. Yeah. A lot, a lot of salt. Uh, people. People, man. Um, speaking of people, uh, before we wrap things up here, um, have you, we talked a little bit about, did we talk about on here, the Bud Light stuff? Yeah. I think when Jones yes. was on, right. We talked about like the last couple weeks ago, last week, two weeks ago. I think we did. Maybe. I know we've been talking about it. Like I've definitely, yeah, I was going to say, because I don't to remember summarize, about it on the show. Kid Rock, like whatever. Because like, I think that's what happened. I think it was the Kid Rock thing when he oh, fucking yeah. machine gunned a bunch of Bud Light. <laughs> yeah. Um, so if you haven't been paying attention, the the cliff notes is um Bud Light signed Dylan something or other. I don't know his her his her last name. Um but who's a transgender woman right? Cause it's a, she now it was a born a dude. Obviously his name's her name is still Dylan. Um, but it like caused this like huge uproar, right? And people started going against Bud Light, like being like, fuck Bud Light, whatever, all this stuff. Yeah. We did talk about it. Cause I think I said, Vinny said he, now he wants to drink Coors. And I was like, that's the dumbest that's fucking awful. thing ever. Like go to Miller or just go to like Budweiser in general. So <clears throat> I got a, I, I got some fun updates here. So in the over the course of the last however long week since the last time we talked about this, um, a lot has come out. So obviously people are just pissed in general. One because people will get pissed at anything, um, which is fine, right? I I get pissed at dumb shit and I bitch and vent on this show all the time. So I'm not going to knock anyone for getting mad over nothing. Um, but so people are pissed about that. People are also pissed because this uh, Dylan person is being signed on to be like a sponsor for like all kinds of women's things, but it's not technically a woman. So people are just mad about that in general and all this other shit. So come to find out, right? So <clears throat> this is year, years ago, Anheuser-Busch was purchased by this corporation called InBev um, that's based in Brazil. Right, so there, Anheuser Busch is no longer technically an American company. Um, it's a Brazilian company. It's owned again. It's a subsidiary of InBev. So after all that, I guess there was some like corporate restructuring and all this stuff. So every individual brand under Anheuser Busch has its own like executive team. So the executive like. CMO, Chief Marketing Officer of Bud Light, um, works only within Bud Light, 
right? So like Anheuser-Busch doesn't have like, we'll use the, the czar stuff, right? They were a king, right? They, they don't have a marketing king. Bud Light has a marketing king. Budweiser has a marketing king. Um, I think Sam Adams is owned by Anheuser-Busch. Like they have a marketing king. Like every like brand underneath Anheuser-Busch has its own like silo, basically. Like they don't communicate with each other. Um, so whatever Bud Light decides to do as a brand, they don't like communicate with Budweiser or Lion Kugel or Sam Adams or whatever, right? They're all a separate individual. So come to find out the woman who is the, the marketing king or queen at Bud Light came out and said that she was the one to spearhead all of this because she didn't like that the drinkers of Bud Light were, or she said they were too fratty. Like Bud Light needs to move forward in their culture and move away from like the fratty bro culture. So want to guess as to, I already said she's a woman, but do you want to guess as to the relative age and uh, ethnicity of this woman? Uh, I'm not going to guess ethnicity because I really don't know. Well, I mean, it sounds like a white person, but, um, and I'm going to guess because I don't want to say too old because then that person probably should be ready for retirement. So they wouldn't give a fuck about their job anymore. 55. Uh, opposite. It's a young white female. Oh, so a young, which yeah, that makes sense. now that you hear it, right? It's like, yeah, no shit, right? They're the, <laughs> so she's a young white female. Um, she can't be any older than like 35, like at max, she's 35. Yeah. I also just figured someone that's like marketing king for Bud Light would have had to like pay more dues than that. I would have thought too, but Hey, whatever. Um, do, I'm do actually, okay. I'm actually okay with like younger people taking Right. Some of those roles. Cause like, like, like I just said with my train of thought, I'm like, oh, the woman couldn't be 62 because those people getting ready for retirement. So they're really not trying to rock the boat too hard. Right. Right. That's not how a company should operate. No. <laughs> so talk about not knowing anything about your fan base, right? Being like out of touch. So this, this marketing king for Bud Light, this young white female, wants Bud Light to get away from the fratty bro culture. What is it then? What, like, who do you think buys Bud Light? Why, yeah. Young who's... fratty bros, right? And like some older dudes, like obviously people of all ages consume Bud Light. Yeah, let's also not like, be around the bush. Everybody buys Bud Light. Everybody buys Bud Light. But like, who are you? <laughs> To step in as marketing king of Bud Light and be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone that 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 buys this this brand of beer, yeah, fuck you. I'm gonna take this to what I think it should be. Um, which also it's Bud Light, dude. It's shitty fucking beer. Yeah, no one like uh, that's it's so the definition of of like not playing to your strengths. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So obviously she does this. All of this happens. There's massive fallout, right? You have Kid Rock 
machine gunning it on fucking social media. You have all these people that are saying boycott Bud Light. There's all these hilarious videos. Now you can do anything on the internet, right? And so I don't know how accurate this is, but I've seen multiple videos of liquor stores where like the Miller Coors section is like sold out. There's like a couple six packs and like an 18 pack of Miller and Coors. And then it pans over to the other side and all of the Bud Light windows are full. (laughs) So it's like, like, again, like you can stage that very easily in a store, but again, just don't stock it. You just don't restock them. Yeah. So um, all of this stuff happens. Right. But that's not really like enough. Right. So if you, to affect real change, like you have to hit them where it counts, right. In the wallets. So a couple of days ago, it came out that in the two weeks since the Dylan was named the spo- official like spon- spokesperson of Bud Light, Anheuser-Busch as a company has dropped 5% of its revenue in two weeks. Now everyone's like, oh, 5%, not that big. You're forgetting that Anheuser-Busch is an absolutely massive fucking company. And you know how much 5% of their revenue is? Five billion, with a B, dollars. So in two weeks, their revenue dropped $5 billion. They do 100 a year? Yeah, apparently. Holy shit, that's a lot of beer. Yeah, or yeah, they're like worth a hundred billion dollars. Right? Oh, okay, yeah. Because I was this is I was gonna I, I was gonna say we are talking stock price, yes. Yeah, and it's worldwide too. So True. like Anheuser Busch is a is a, a global company. Yeah. Um, especially now that they're owned by InBev. So what happens now? And this is how I know that every division of Anheuser Busch is siloed. Um, the CEO of Anheuser-Busch put out a statement that said, like, I wish I, I, I didn't have it ready. It's shame on me for not having it ready to go. But but the CEO of Anheuser-Busch put out a statement and like the paraphrasing cliff notes of it were basically he was saying he had no idea that any of this was going on and that he didn't, he didn't um, like what's the word I'm like, he didn't like put his stamp of approval. Like he didn't okay it. Like, and he says like every division has the freedom to like do what what they want to do with their brand. And he was like, I am dedicated to American values. I love America. Like he was like, very like, like, let's go America. Um, So the CEO of Anheuser-Busch was fucking pissed. Because this company just lost $5 billion in two weeks. I'm not going to feel bad for that CEO though. Get no. your fucking shit in order. No, yeah, absolutely. It's so now, ultimate, ultimately, oh, I didn't give my stamp of approval, whatever. It's like, well, it's your that's your fucking fault. Right, right. Maybe you should. Maybe you should be a little yeah, bit more. Maybe involved. you shouldn't let the fucking brand just run wild. Yeah. Or like, yeah. you know, maybe let the brand maybe be very clear to the brands, like, hey, if you're gonna fucking do something like that, like shoot me a message. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hey, if you're gonna do something controversial, like maybe yeah. give me a heads Let up. Let me know. Right. As the CEO of this fucking company. Um I thought I could find it really quick, but I can't find it on Instagram. I thought Sagar had posted it, but he didn't. Um see so yeah, again, it doesn't matter. Those those are the cliff notes, right? So like they must be fucking digging like you wanna talk about just like digging your grave deeper and deeper and deeper. Yeah. So again, though, like 
this is how you affect change. Now, I don't want to like stand up here as if I'm like, you know, rah rahing with all the fucking conservatives and like anti-trans. I don't give a fuck, right? When it comes down to it, like if they want to make Dylan their fucking spokesperson, go right ahead, right? Like I don't give a shit about like who's trans, what they do, like whatever, dude, like do whatever you want to do, right? Like it's fine. Um like I, like I said, I've, we've talked about this before. Like I'm not, who am I to sit here and tell you that like you can't do what you want to do, right? Like, so go for it. But if you want change to happen, just as like a general overall statement, the way you do this is you essentially like, that's what the, the saying comes from, you vote with your dollar, right? Like if, if you're not happy about something and, and you stop giving money, to that cause, whatever it may be, you're going to get something to change. <laughs> so again, this just came out over the last few days, like the CEO of Anheuser-Busch like put out that statement. Maybe it was like Thursday or Friday. Um, so we'll see what happens over the next few weeks with this. But um, they're backtracking like really fucking hard. And like, I don't know, and I'm not going to sit here and, and say it would be a good thing either because I never want anyone to lose their job. Um, if it's not deserved, like, I don't think this girl, this, this woman, um, should lose her job over this, but like, I don't know if she will, like, right. Like if the country, the, the company just lost $5 billion, like I'd say that's probably a fireable offense. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's potentially still a fireable offense, but it's absolutely not her fault. It doesn't, no. or it doesn't sound like her fault because she had this idea. No one checks or balances her. And then she went through with it and now everyone's pissed. Yeah. Bad idea. Yeah. But like, again, if there was no one to fucking check her on it. Right. Right. Then that comes, that comes from higher up. Yeah. So, so yeah, <laughs> that's the update on this. And I, I mean, I love it. Right. Cause it's chaos and I always love chaos. Um, so I, I figured I'd share that, you know, with you and with all the uh, all the listeners here and hopefully get a kick out of it. You know, what my favorite thing now is, though, people that like so it's it's happened. Like I heard someone at the at the golf course did it. It's like, oh, Bud Light. No, give me a Budweiser today. You know what, man? Yeah, you really showed them. Same fucking company. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Same parent company. Like, yeah. Oh, give me a Budweiser. You know, it's not doing a damn thing, right? No, it's the principle. Principle of what? Yeah. What did you just prove by 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 selecting a different flavor? That's because that's effectively that's what, basically that, what it is. That's yeah. I mean to simplify it, overly simplify it. You just selected a different flavor from the same company. Yeah. The fuck out of here. Yeah, if you want to go to Miller Coors, sure. That's like tangibly different. It's not gonna right. matter. Right. Because again, like their their stock price is already coming back. So yeah, and I, I think that's probably why the CEO put out that statement, right? And made it clear that like each business kind of operates in its own silo. Like each brand is effectively its own business, right? Like Bud Light is its own separate from like I already said, Budweiser and whatever else they own, Line and Google, Boston Beer Company, all that bullshit. Well, the way I see it. <clears throat> College kids, they buy whatever's cheapest. Exactly. So that probably covers Bush too, right? Yeah, Bush. Yeah, okay. Bush light. <clears throat> they buy whatever's cheapest. 
people who drink Bud Light are not going to make a long-term change to something else. Because if you like Bud Light or tolerate Bud Light, you don't like Coors Light, generally. Like, I'm fine with Miller Light, but there's been a couple times where I got Miller Light, and it it, it was not Miller Light time. <laughs> and, like, that, I think that's the problem with it actually having, like, a flavor profile is, like, sometimes it's, like, this isn't going to work today. Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, like, if I'm drinking for distance, it's going to be Bud Light. <laughs> and I don't really care about the politics of it. Oh, I got it. I got it a little bit here. Um, <clears throat> the quote from the CEO was, we never intended to be part of a discussion that divides people. We are in the business of pe bringing people together over a beer. And then it like goes on and on. Um, but yeah, he basically wrote an apology. <laughs> so that's pretty good. Yeah, so it's apparently no one at the senior level of the company was aware of Bud Light's ongoing partnerships. <laughs> Good leadership you got there. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking idiots. Uh, a second source told us that the company was likely going to implement a more robust process for evaluating partnerships. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or I mean, like a process to begin with. Yeah, yeah. That's like any process. Yeah. Like anything. Yeah. Oh, so apparently Bud Light is pausing all marketing efforts right now. And it's, quote, Reevaluating its influencer partnerships. <laughs> well, the last one went so well. Yeah. It's probably the smartest thing they've done in fucking months. Yeah. Or I guess month. Just, yeah. just talk about the, like ultimately though, something that did not need to happen. Like none of this needed to happen. No. No, it didn't. And that's the thing. At the end of the day, like who gives a fuck? Right. No, like, like, okay, Bud Light chose to to have a trans person as its fucking spokesperson. Who gives a shit? Yeah, I could care less. Like, you're gonna stop drinking beer because that like they chose someone to like they paid they paid someone, right? Like they they paid this Dylan person, right? Like it's not like they were it, they're doing it for free. It's like they paid someone to sponsor their beer, right? Like they want more people to buy their beer. That's all they're doing, right? Like that's what that's how marketing works. You want more people to buy your product. They're like, oh, how can we get more people to buy our product? Well, this Dylan person is pretty popular right now. Let's get her to fucking hold our beer and take some pictures, and then people will buy our beer. They didn't do the calculation. That yeah, as a as a fallout, more people would not, would not buy the beer than would new people buy the beer. So it was a, a vast miscalculation on their part. But at the end of the day, like you said, like who gives a fuck, right? Like I don't care. Like if someone offers me a Bud Light, am I not going to drink it? No. I'll, well, I mean, I'm probably not going to drink it because I don't drink beer anyway. But <laughs> unless I drink one of these fucking enzyme pills, again, not not a uh, not a sponsor of the show, but they could be. <laughs> um. So yeah, I don't know. I just I thought I thought it was a funny situation. It's also fucking stupid, but anyway. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's why it's funny. 
Because <laughs> it's so fucking dumb. A company lost $5 billion in two weeks because people were pissed off of the spokesperson that they chose. That's literally what it is. We don't like the person that you paid to promote your, your product. So we're going to boycott you. Yeah. And this, this isn't a simulation. Yeah. You're yeah. right. Like that's got to be one of the most childish fucking things ever. <laughs> it's just like the same thing as like, if there's a movie or if there's like a video that like you don't agree with, just don't fucking watch it. Yep. Right. Like, you can... oh, there's a commercial coming on for Dylan and Bud Light. Okay. Change the fucking channel. Right. Like, no. I'm going to stop buying Bud Light altogether. It's like, well, do you like to drink Bud Light? Well, yeah, of course I like it. So then continue to buy it. No, they support this person. It's like, who gives gonna, a fuck? I'm going to drink Budweiser. Yeah, I'm going to drink yeah. something I don't like just to prove a point. You're a fucking moron. You do you, man. Yeah. What All right. Yeah. You want to uh, wrap this up? All right. So... I had someone pick me up a pin flag from the masters. Ah. And when he was going down, I was like, do you want to send, do you want me to send you with an allowance or do you just want me to pay you when you get back? He goes, just, he goes, I don't even know how much one costs. I go, I don't either. So, um, he goes just when I get back. So gave it to me on Tuesday, uh, Tuesday, Thursday, who fucking knows? I don't even know what fucking days are anymore. And, um, so I have a U.S. Open flag. It's the only other pin flag I've bought. I don't know. They were like 30, 35 bucks, something like that. Mm -hmm. Whatever. How much do you think a master's flag is? 120 bucks. $30. Wow. I was, I caught me off guard. Holy shit. And even I, like, I thought for a second, he like maybe forgot. He goes, oh, it's a 30 bucks. I go. That's it. He's like, yeah. He goes, he goes, I thought, he goes, I thought they'd be more. I'm like, I thought they were at least going to be a hundred. Yeah. Cause if a U.S. open flag is like 36, which I think that's what it is. I forget now. Uh, and it's like my U.S. open flags, like the embroidered one, like some of them are cheaper cause they're mm -hmm. like screen printed. Right. I don't want, I don't want that. Um, so I think this one's embroidered. Hold on. Stand by. <laughs> Confirmed. Confirmed embroidered. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, only 30 bucks. Wow. I was I was so surprised. That's a huge surprise. Although, you know what though? I I wonder if um if stuff isn't that expensive there. Oh yeah, or maybe it's just shirts, some stuff shir then. Shirts can be like 200 bucks. Yeah. So the, I think the way it was told to me was like, so I think mass, I think they make their own branded stuff. Makes so a sense. mass, a master's branded shirt is like 90 to 110 or something, which I don't know. That's expensive to me, but I think that is kind of like the going rate of a logoed something. Right? Yeah. If you get like golf, like specific golf branded shirts, like they're going to be like 110 bucks. Like a Peter Millar, like fucking polo is going to be 115 bucks. So how much, like you the, think, how much do you think the Peter Millar master shirt is? Probably like 350. No, 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 no. It's not that much. <laughs> no, it's a buck 75, 200. 
Yeah, yeah. So I think I don't. So this is the thing, though. I don't know about merch because this is the first thing that I've ever had someone. Well, I'm pretty sure this is the first time I've known ahead of time people that were going. I knew two people that went. And I really only wanted the pin flag. I don't like, I know, I know we've talked about this. Like I don't like stuff that can be destroyed shirts, hats. Right. Um, I might make the exception on head covers as long as I don't pay out the ass for them. Yeah. Um, cause like the ones from pebble aren't, they, they're, they're not cheap, but they're not bad either. Like some of these head covers from the U S open were like hundred bucks for hundred bucks each. Yeah. That's like, that's, that's too that's much. That's, that's too much. Um, Again, for shit that could either be destroyed or lost. Like, that's just too much for me. Plus, it's like, I like, I don't know, like, you know, from a collecting background or a collecting personality, like, I like stuff that can be, like, kept, held, presented, whatever. Um, But, yeah, I mean, I think if it's, like, Masters branded, then it's probably reasonable. Like, not cheap, but reasonable. Right. And I think if it's another brand, I think you're fucking paying for it. Yeah, it's it's wild. Like, I mean, obviously they do fi- they do well enough to stay in business and make money, right? But it it blows my mind that companies like Peter Millar or Travis Matthew, like Roback, like all these companies can like sell a polo for like 125 bucks, or you can like go to Adidas or Under Armour and get it for like 40 bucks. Like, like you know what I mean? And I've never owned I, I a Peter Millar or a Travis Matthew anything. So like maybe the quality is that much better. Maybe you're just paying because it's not made by slaves in fucking Taiwan or the Philippines. But like, I don't have any gripes with Under Armour or Adidas or Nike. Like I'll take the $40 polo and I will wear it the same way I would wear a $120 Peter Millar shirt. You know what I mean? Like I'm going to wear it on the golf course. I mean, I wear them to work, you know, a lot of times too, because I need a college shirt, but like, especially in the summertime, but you know, it's like, I don't know. It's, it's, it's weird to me. And again, maybe I'm just, cause it's, I'm a different kind of person, but like, it's weird to me that people will like exclusively buy that specific golf branded stuff and pay $120 for a polo and like not buy anything from Adidas or Under Armour or Nike. Yeah, I don't know. I don't get it because I don't need anything to be dual purpose. So it's like I don't need anything for work or to go out and like have a nice shirt. Like I don't need that. Plus I play so much golf. Like my shit gets, my shit gets destroyed. So it's like, it makes no sense for me to have premium polos. Right. Now, if you play like once a month, twice a month, like you don't get out there frequently and it's like, okay, so you, and and you have to also inherently like nice stuff. Like I don't give yeah. a fuck. I right. do not care. Right. Um. Yeah. So for me, it, it makes even less sense because we, we walked through into the Travis Matthews store at legacy and it's like shirts were 90 bucks and yeah pants were like 130 i'm like this is fucking like a polo like a quarter zip pullover is like 180 bucks it's stupid man like Like, and i like and like you cannot and my personality you cannot convince me that that shit's ever worth it 
you cannot do it. No. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I, like I said, clearly they do fine, right? Like they make money. People buy their shit all the time. Um, but I do not own <laughs> any of that. No. So. Um, all right. What do we got? My final thought is, um, so not too long ago, uh, Amy and I rewatched the Eternals. So I'd only ever watched it once. Uh, same um, here. I've only watched it once. I watched it when it first came out. Um, although I don't remember if we saw it in the theater or if we waited for it to come to Disney Plus. It, regardless, either way, I'd only seen it once, like right around the time it came out, right? It was either in the theater or when it came to Disney Plus. So within the first three months of it being released. Um, and I didn't really like it. I thought it was dumb. Like there was like overt, um, you know, like virtue signaling stuff in there. Like everyone has to be fucking represented and all that bullshit. Uh, and I remember not liking it. Also, like it didn't fit with the story. So Amy and I watched it again, again, like whether it was last week or two weeks ago, whatever it was. Um, and my verdict the second time around is that as a movie, it's actually fine. Um, it's not great, but it's entertaining, right? It, it, it kept me engaged, even though I had already seen it. Um, I wasn't like, this is fucking stupid. Like, you know what I mean? Like I I had let go of the looking into like all like the virtue signaling stuff again, because I already knew about it going in. Um, and I think it, the like my final verdict on it is that it's a fine movie. Um, again, I know we've, I mean, I'm me in particular, I'm on record of shitting all over Marvel over everything they've done for the last like 18 months. Um, I don't think this makes it better, right? Like, I'm not going to be like, you know what? I watched the Eternals and I thought it was good. And I take back everything I said about the, the Marvel franchise over the last year and a half. No, that's not happening. Um, I think when I saw it the first time, if you asked me, I probably would have said it was like dog shit or like close to dog shit. Um, and I think this time around, I would say it's fine, right? Like it's, it's, it's an okay movie. Um, again, it still was never connected <laughs> to anything. So no. So we, yeah, I think I, I think I remember my official, my official, like I'm fucking yeah. somebody. Yeah. <laughs> my official take post watching the movie was that I thought it was fine. Um, I didn't let some of the socio-political stuff like really affect the movie for me. I kind of forgot about it. Mm -hmm. Um, again, I thought, I, I thought it was just fine. Like, yeah, I forget how long it was. So that would affect if I watch it again or not. Don't really remember, but I did want to know like, where are we going with this? Yeah. And we still don't know. So I forget. I don't know when the movie came out. Was it 2021? I think it was the fall of 2021. Yeah. So two years later or a year and a half later, we still don't know what it is. Like, 
I know what, what who was the 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 celestial that was gonna that they had to stop? Was it Tiamat or something? Uh no, Tiamat was the one that was coming out of the ocean. Okay, that's the one. That's the one. Tiamat. Yeah. Um Yeah, like he's supposed to be like a fairly prominent character in Marvel, but I think so I think that leads into Fantastic Four. I think. Um was that also Thanos's brother shows up at the end. Yeah, Harry Styles is Thanos's brother. Yeah, so it's like they introduced him. So it's like, and and that was like a a weird trend of like introducing characters in the post thing, but we don't know who these people are. They did it in Multiverse yeah, was, of Madness. Yeah, because it was Hercules, right? They did Hercules, and they did. Um, I think his name's Eros. Yeah, that's. That's Harry Styles. So it's like, what are we like? Does anybody know what the fuck is going on here? Yeah, I don't think anyone does. (laughs) I I mean, I I always I always thought the movie was fine. Yeah. And then so allegedly through this. um, Kit Harrington was supposed to get his own movie as the Black Knight or his own series. but it's never been confirmed since then. And nothing is on the timeline. So now they release like the phase five, six timeline, like the black Knight is not on there. So I don't know if they like scrapped that. Cause that was like the whole thing at the end, at the end of Eternals, get Harrington goes in and like finds the sword and discovers he's going to be black Knight. And then for a lot of people that did don't understand, I didn't get it at first. I had to read about it. They do nothing for it, but the the ending credit of that of the Eternals is Kit Harrington opens up the box. He finds the Sword of Darkness or whatever the fuck it's called, whatever the thing is that belongs to the Black Knight that's going to turn him into the Black Knight. And then off screen, there's a voice that like says something to him, and it's Mahershala Ali, um, who is Blade, who's going to be Blade in the new. Um, blade series on disney plus that is on the marvel timeline that i think is supposed to come out either late this year or early 2024 but like they did nothing to tell anyone who the voice was what that actually meant like nothing it was literally a scene about kit harrington and mahershala ali was not in the scene at all other than like his voice so it was like really stupid to tease Blade. Like you had to re- you had to look online to figure out what the fuck it was. So I mean, pretty sick. Yeah. Um. When did it? Yeah, it was released November fifth, twenty twenty one. So we're going on two years. It's been like roughly a year and a half, and we still have no connection to anything in it. So Arishem was the the big celestial. Tiamat was the one that was inside of Earth. I think that's the one I was referring to. Yeah. What was there? Celestial in space or some shit? I don't know. Yeah, that was was Arishem. Okay, I don't remember all the details. So although I will say there was a celestial in Thor Love and Thunder. There was like, it was like a quick, 
fucking second that you would be able to miss it when he fought Zeus. Um, what was there one on, out in the background? Yeah, when I forget who got thrown through the glass window. Was it whether it was Thor or Zeus? One of them gets thrown through the window and like into space. And then there's two celestials there, like in space. But it's like literally for one second, uh, less than a second. Like it's very easy to miss. So, yeah, who knows? Um, but yeah, so that is going to do it for us. Uh, thank you for watching. If you're on YouTube, don't forget to subscribe. Uh, click the thumbs up. Tell everybody you know about the show. Subscribe also if you're an audio-only guy. Uh, don't forget on Apple and Spotify, you can leave us a review over there, five stars. Uh, you can get us on Instagram at Sarcasm Speaks Pod. We are on Twitter at Sarcasm underscore Speaks. Facebook is Sarcasm Speaks. Website, SarcasmSpeaks.com. Go to the merch store, buy some merch. Uh, while you're in a buying mood, you can go to GrillYourAssOff.com uh, and use the promo code SarcasmPod to get 10% off your order. Um, still haven't used my Sailor Jerry barbecue sauce, but I might today. Um, I actually have a brisket on the smoker as we speak. Um, so I may dabble with it later. I might, I'm not going to probably put it on the brisket, but I might, you know, dip it in there a little bit just to taste it. Um, and what else we got? Mybookie.com use the same promo code SarcasmPod uh, to double your first deposit up to a thousand bucks. Uh, still no response from BetMGM, so at this point, they're probably not going to be a sponsor because I feel like they would have responded and approved by now. Uh, so I guess, you know, whatever. We're not big enough, um, which is your guys' fault because you don't tell enough people about us. Uh, so tell more people. All you people that listen to us in Ohio and Missouri and Illinois and Virginia, I'm talking to you. Tell more people about the show. Then maybe we can get bigger sponsors. Um, or at least not have people tell us no. <laughs> uh, so until next time, good night, everybody.